Welcome back to another journal episode of Bipolar Bits Bits. All right. I'm calling it a journal, a podcast. I don't know how to or what to call any of this because, again, I'm so confuzzled. Anyways, let's continue on from the episode previous. Uh, I wanted to continue to etch out some more thoughts about my younger brother. Um, we had the rest of my family basically brought to my attention the same thoughts of, you know, him calling and saying, Hey, I want to fix you guys and be able to do all this. And, and understandably so because he's gaining all of this personal self traction to continue forward with himself. And that, and that's totally understandable. Uh, not being a psychologist and a, and a not understanding all of the dynamics myself you know, it, it confuses me on the whole idea of him calling and saying, Hey, I want to fix you when he's the one, when, when he's the one that's calling for the advice originally, but then also calling back to say that he's messed up and needs help and this and that, the other, I don't know. The whole situation's just a little bit crazy for me and it's hard to understand because I don't understand it. I think I've spoken many times on this show, podcast, journal, whatever. I've spoken many times on the idea that I don't a hundred percent understand the way that I felt or why these things were happening. And, and there was just a time in my life where I was kind of puddling through like just I don't know, uh, a leftover result of whatever issue I was having, if that makes sense, so to speak, like didn't matter what I was doing. I was just kind of getting by. And I really believe that that goes back to, again, what we talked about last episode about survival mode. And I think we covered that last episode. I hope we did. I meant to, and it goes in line with with those kinds of thoughts, I guess. So, uh, seeing, I wrote some notes down. Let me read these real fast. And push back drawing board. So yeah, seeing, so seeing my brother in himself in this way, you know, it, it brings me back down to earth in the sense of where I'm like, okay, am, am I still acting this way? You know, am I supposed to be better than I am? Am I supposed to be more active than I am? These are the kinds of questions that, you know, way back when that I talked about, it's like when somebody professional tells you, Hey, there's something wrong with you. And and then you start to believe it. And it it feels like a big weight of limitations. It feels like a big list of limitations, like, Hey, this, that, or the other. But anyway, seeing my brother this way did push me back to a few steps and, and to have me look at myself and, and say like, Hey, have I let, you know, some of my behavior slip out of the way and how I treat people or how I talk to people, you know, just because I see again, myself in him. Uh, that's just a small note. Um, but I don't, I guess you would call it growth because growth is considered by some to be uncomfortable. 
I don't know in every context that that could be true. I'm sure it's not. But in this context, I'm, I, I think people would majority agree that it's tough. You know, dr- trying to do this is tough. Like I talked to you guys last time. I was talking really fast. I was super nervous because this is, this is going to be the first time I've ever really tried to continuously put something out on this play in this place this podcast has been out for five years and i have 40 episodes i have another podcast that's been out for less than a year and a half and it has over 140 episodes i mean this is really hard to do you know anyways um my fear for my brother though and i wanted to talk about that Besides the fact that, again, he's my brother who is a little bit more experimental with drugs. He's a little bit more experimental and loose lining with his life, which I understand. I've never said anything about that. I, I don't, I don't like believe in that, but, but I also believe that people are here to test themselves and to test their, you know, their life, you know, that that's your life. If that's what you pick, I understand it. I don't think it helps in our family to be participating in that stuff per se. So I tend to, of course, stay away from it, but that's just my opinion. Um, um, there it is. I said, um, again, so I'm worried, you know, the last few weeks I haven't really heard from him. He just kind of stopped calling me again and stopped texting me. And I guess, again, he told my father, like, hey, I don't want to talk to anybody because this, that, or the other. They don't want me to help them. And again, I'm back to this idea of, like, what what are you supposed to help me with because I don't really know you. I don't understand that process. And, and you know, I, I understand that that idea might seem a little bit raw or cruel or mean, but, but in reality, what we're talking about here for everyone who's come here is that you have to have like these limitations and lines or, or you have to have these qualities set up for yourself. And that, and that's something that I want to get into in the next part of what I want to talk about. You have to be clear with people about who you are. When you're not honest, excuse me, I burped. When you're not honest with people, that's where you can become, I guess, weighed down with issues. You can become problematic. You can, you're carrying a weight around, right? And I know, I I know some of the guests in the past that I spoke to, you know, the whole reason that they spoke to me and wrote me and, and, and called me, I've spoke to some of our guests on the phone before. Uh, the whole reason that that happened was because they were dealing with somebody else and wanted to understand how to deal with that person. And I feel that some of the guests could obviously, uh, some of the listeners could obviously feel like, well, it's, it's their job to be more, to be careful, to be more in line than the other person. And to an extent there is that. But at the same time, like dealing with any person, I believe that you have to be mutually honest and, and, and in the respect field and say like, look, if you're mistreating me or, or saying things to me that I find to be, you know, offensive, abusive, mostly abusive, offensive is okay. You can offend me all you want. You want to tell me I'm fucking funny looking by all means, guy, you could tell me I'm, I'm a pretty funny looking motherfucker. 
I'm okay with that. But, but you know, for somebody to just... For somebody to run over you in your life and to take from you, that becomes very hard and, and very exhausting, uh, I think. So something that can happen to me when I'm not honest with people is the normal sad, depressed type stuff where you lose enjoyment in daily activities, you lose enjoyment in wanting to hang out with your friends, you lose enjoyment and you lose the joy in wanting to live a healthy lifestyle. That's another, another piece of the puzzle that I've been actively trying to find the spot for and, and been actively using lately, which I'll talk about that in another episode. But but as far as this whole being honest with people, and, and that's, I wasn't trying to, to be mean to my brother and I wasn't trying to be a jerk and I wasn't, I wasn't trying to do any of that. I just feel that there's different stages and we've talked about this in different steps of the healing and growth process that everybody's in. Every single person's on a different stage in every meter, right? You might be on this stage and talking to one parent, this stage and talking to another, or this stage and talking to one sibling, and then this stage and talking to another, or this stage and talking to your boss versus this stage and talking to your wife or your husband. It's completely all dynamic and different. It's constantly moving. It's constantly changing, you know, and the, and the goal is to keep a healthy boundary for all of it. Right. So, so saying no to people, I think is a big one for me. Used to have this big issue of saying no to people and working and overworking for too much and, and, and basically killing myself you know, for people who didn't want to even put in half the effort. And, and that's another one too. I, I don't want to get on the side. I, I don't want to get sidetracked. I'm trying to stay focused in all of these new episodes, but these are all extremely important things that are just relative and connected, right? The more you're able to keep people out of your circle that aren't going to respect you the way that you want to be respected, the easier your life is going to be when you, when you go to do what you want to do and what you need to get done, because you're not wasting your time constantly trying to tell people that they're doing something wrong towards you. And that that's a big deal. I know that a lot of people would maybe say that, Hey, you know, I've heard people reference, especially in my personality personally to me. And I've heard people say, multiple times, well, you'll just cut anybody out of your life. Yes, I will. Why would you not? If somebody mistreats you and makes you feel like shit and then constantly invites you over to their house and you're constantly going and then they just bring you over to make you feel like shit, why the fuck would you want to deal with that? And I had to learn this the hard way with some of the very close people in my life who are friends who are dear friends that I hold very close to my heart, you know, and some family members where they would just say, like, whenever you were with them, it's just everything was horrible all the fucking time. They were complaining. They hate this. They hate that. They're angry at the world for this. They're angry at their ex for that. They're angry because of this. Yes, I understand bipolar people or emotional, whatever, 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 but that doesn't mean we want to break everything with a rock all the time. And just to be angry at life when you're not living life, that's ludicrous. Why would you keep that in your life? And again, 
again, this is also thing you, you also have to remember, we're directly talking about people who are making your life worse. If we're talking, if you have a support system and you're just mad at your wife because she makes you clean up your socks or because she makes you do your own laundry or she holds you responsible and accountable, that's not the same thing. Or you have a husband that's the same way. That's not the same thing. Or if you're that person who's dealing with the bipolar person and you're, you're, you're strictly looking to better that person by helping them perform better and, and be accountable for their own life. You, you can't be using them to do your own bidding, right? This isn't like bipolar minions. No, this is, hey, how do we interact with each other and make things better? What's really fucking crazy to me, uh, you know, all, all this stuff aside, what's really crazy to me is everything we talk about just really sounds like manners to me. And that's, that, that's another thing that drives me wild too, is that people think that I expect so much from people, but really I just expect you to fucking have manners. You know, my brothers, my sister, my, my mom, my dad, my friends, whatever, whoever the fuck you are, you should just have manners. I don't know when that became not a thing, but fuck, you know, fuck on me. That ain't got nothing to do with me. And we're here to talk about being bipolar and manic and whatever. So there you go. Uh, the next thing that I want to talk about is goals. Um, because I want to make a comparison of how my brother feels and what he told me versus how I used to feel and what I told him before versus how I feel now and how, what I would tell them both, the old me and my little brother now, ver, you know, then versus now type shit. Okay. So let's go over that goals. My brother that I'm aware of, that I'm aware of doesn't have any long-term goals. That doesn't mean that he doesn't have any, just that I'm aware of was, ne I was never told about any. Now, why do I bring this up? I bring this up because I've been doing this stuff. As I said a second ago, this podcast has been out for fucking like five years, right? So I've been doing this stuff between this podcast, other YouTube channels, just different creation stuff, different content stuff. I've been doing this for a long time. I've had the same goals. I've had the same direction. I've been fucking grinding my way slowly to whatever direction I'm going into, trying to achieve whatever uh, amount of success I consider to be success. I don't fucking know. That stuff's irrelevant right now. But my point is this. I've had the same goal for like almost a decade. Almost. Okay? My brother has never talked to me about anything that he's interested in or that he wants to do. Or I know what his interests are. I know what they used to be as we were children. But to me, it's confusing about the rest of it. Like, I don't understand it. Because, again... Yeah. I'm getting on a tangent. I'm sorry. I got lost in my thoughts for a second. So having the goals and, and whatnot, uh, it, I, this is a, this is the corny like notebook shit again, guys, but I'm sorry. It has to be said. If you have long-term goals, you use long-term goals to look at something that you want to earn. That's big. If you have short-term goals, you set these short-term goals up and, and you accomplish them day by day and you, you watch your short-term short term goals become accomplished while you wait your time and build up to the longer, bigger-term goals. I mean, this is like common sense 101, right? 
the reason I bring this up about me and my brother is because back when I was again younger, I only had one goal and until I got to that goal, I just sat around and did nothing. And that fucking face fucked me, meaning it did me no good. I wasted a shit ton of time. I, I could have done, had a whole different strategy plan. I could have been holding myself accountable. I could have been doing things different and that I, I missed these opportunities that, and it's okay. It's not a big deal. Fuck those opportunities. We have new opportunities, but I missed these opportunities by not having a kind of sense of where I wanted to go in long-term and short-term goals in business and life projects in mastering things. Um, let's talk about that. One of my goals is art still. You know, this to me is not art. This to me is talking about a fucking problem that I share with other people and trying to find, again, relations between all of us so we can, you know, share these thoughts. Uh, that to me is not really art, even though it is expressive. I know some people will, if you wanted to get technical and try to lawyer me, you could say, well, it's an, an expression, so it's an art. Okay, sure. Uh, I don't feel that way about it. I want to produce something like drawing and, or painting or sculpting or whatever. You know, that to me is a kind of art, a self-expression. Th this is, this is a self-expression on feelings that I feel whether I want to or not, right? Art would be something different, but these, lo a long-term goal for me is to become an artist. A short-term goal for me is how much I play my guitar or how much time I spend drawing or how much time I spend in Photoshop or how much time I spend taking pictures. My point is this, my brother, he doesn't seem to have those. And back in the day when I was unhappy like him and when I felt the same way, I feel like I didn't have those. And I don't think I did. Now having my goals today, that's still been extremely hard because I am going down a road that's that I'm, I'm by myself on. I don't understand it. Nobody wants to join me. Everybody looks at me like I'm fucking crazy, you know, whatever. That's okay. I, again, if you want to clock in and stock milk for, you know, your life or whatever, I did that for a while. If you can have a cool, super cool job programming computers and do whatever you want all day, you know, that's yoked too. You know, we just have different goals and, and everybody has different goals and coming to understand that and letting that go so I could focus on my goals has been phenomenal. I mean, look, here we are. I mean, I'm even able to talk a little bit slower today because I'm not as nervous, you know, so that's really cool. Uh, but anyways, so between how my brother is now, between how I was being sad, not having short-term or long-term goals was savage. That is a savage mistake for people who feel the way that I do. And this is my opinion. This is part of my therapy. I like to have things and get things done. I like to see my work, you know, talking on the art part. Art is really painful for me, especially because I know I like, I I'm going to say this because even though it sounds silly, I like to do things that I can see. And I know I can see that art is art. I can draw a picture and see it. But that when I see it, I'm like, oh shit, you suck at this. Go do something else that you're better at. And then I get hung up on that kind of feeling and I want to skip out on it. I know these aren't good things, but I'm trying to develop better habits uh, with everything. Um, short, long-term, short and long-term uh, goals. 
Anyways, I, I really think they help and they help mold over. Uh, here, the, the other example that we're, we're talking about is I had that short-term goal to compete. You know, I had two months to train, lost a bunch of weight, was able to fucking have a lot of fun, felt a lot better, feel a lot better even today. Uh, because again, that was a short to medium goal of, Hey, I have eight weeks to train and, and, and cut a little bit and then go do this and see how it feels. And it felt great. It really did. And again, short, medium, long goals, you know, setting these, it's so corny guys. It's so corny how going back to the basics just works, you know, for me. And, and I think it can work for other people. Uh, uh, it sounds corny when you say it out loud, but when you're actually executing that, that's the big key to this. And that's something that I've learned from somebody recently too, is, you know, execution is part of the game. So anyways, I think this has been a long enough episode. Let me see. Yeah, 20 minutes. That's not really long, but I'm not, I'm not trying to blow you guys up either with, you know, 10 hour speeches or anything like that either. So I'm going to let it go on this one and kind of keep it a little bit, uh, a little bit short. I hope, I feel like I said a lot. I hope I said something that was useful. I hope you guys are getting something out of this. If you are, please, uh, feel free to write me, uh, bipolar bits 13 at gmail.com. That's bipolar bits spelled out the number one and three at gmail.com. Write me your story. Uh, I'd love to talk about it on the show. I'd love to hear about it. Uh, there's some people that used to write me all the time that I haven't heard from in a long time. I hope you all are doing well. Um, again, I'm not a medical professional, guys. I'm just talking about weird therapy shit that I do for myself to try to help myself. And uh, again, uh, discuss what goes on between some of me and my family with everyone dealing with the kind of trauma and issues that we're, we're all dealing with, apparently. Uh, I appreciate everyone checking us out. If uh, you want to support us in any way, shape, or form, I'm going to put a link to the Patreon at uh, the bottom of these episodes you can go ahead and click that and support us we appreciate you uh, i have more content coming on the patreon i'm just kind of new to that part of the game too so i'm learning about that uh, i appreciate everyone stopping by and listening if you guys want to hear about anything or have specific topics you want to talk about or anything like that let me know and uh, i will try to cover it all right i hope you guys have a good day